Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast, your go-to source for insights and strategies in the HVAC, plumbing, and roofing industries. I'm Corey Barrier, here to guide you through transformative approaches to business and mindset. Each episode will explore unique methods, focusing on identifying and addressing the core challenges in your field. Our goal is to equip you and your team with practical solutions that foster growth and success. So whether you're tuning in for the first time or you're a longtime listener, get ready to dive into a wealth of knowledge and expertise. Let's begin our journey to success together. This is the successful life. It's Corey Barrier. Yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your turn. To live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Three, This is the successful life. Corey Barrier, yeah, come learn with me. Take you down the path of our journeys. This is the successful life. It's time to take what you learn. Apply it to your life. It's your time to live a successful life. You are tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. Welcome to the Successful Life Podcast. I am your host, Corey Barrier. And today, folks, we have an amazing show for you as always. So um, really quick, I do want to plug the PHCC because we are, our Connect event is next month, uh, October 5th through the 7th. I'll be speaking at the Connect event in Charlotte. You need, uh, you don't need to do anything, but I would love for you to come out and check it out. There's going to be a whole trade show. uh, I think it's the second day, Um, but you can go check that out at phcc.com. Uh, and that is the Connect event in Charlotte. And I'm going to be talking about how to attract um, how to attract Gen Zs to your business and how to retain them because it's a very different ballgame than it used to be. What I'm going to do today is get your pen and your pad out or whatever you take notes on because I'm going to walk you through the reasons why I uh, the, the reasons why I chose my sales process or has it, but actually it's really evolved over the years. The very first step in my process is the most important, in my opinion, which is confidence, confidence to close. If you're not confident in your product or service, your customer is not going to be confident in your product or service. If even if you are confident in your customer is not confident because there's uh, some incongruence in what you're saying or Maybe you stink or maybe they just don't like you or who knows. Maybe they woke up and woke up on the wrong side of the bed. And, you know, just just a quick tip. Those things are going to happen. You're going to run into people that are not the most pleasant to deal with. But not everybody's that way. And, you know, if you know that going into it, you're not going to be upset. So I guess the lesson there is try to, um, you know, try to not. You want to be confident in your product or service if you want to be successful, period. Um, Secondly, who do you sell to, right? The third, I mean, the second step in this process is knowing your customer. Who do you work with? Who do you serve? Who do you like working with? So for me, obviously, is HVAC and plumbers, right? And so therefore, uh, for me, I know who I'm speaking to. So whenever I'm doing my content, I'm speaking to plumbers and HVAC people, right? And so it's, you've got to get crystal clear on who you serve. And 
if you're driving around and your van has, you know, 38 services on the side of it, the reason you're still driving a van with 38 services on the side of it is because you've got a van with 38 services on inside of it and nobody knows what you do. And so I don't want, you know, if I have a heart doctor, right, if I have a heart attack, I'm not going to go to my general practitioner to get checked out. I'm going to go to the heart surgeon. People don't want to buy from the jack of all trades, the chuck of the truck and they can do everything. You know, the third, the third portion of, my nine steps is the is successful prospecting. Now you might you might be thinking, well, Corey, everybody knows how to prospect, but do you? Because prospecting is really can be is definitely multifaceted. So you know it's twenty twenty two. Prospecting twenty years ago was either knocking on a business door, making a cold call, trying to get through to the gatekeeper, all that stuff. All and some of that still applies now um, for a lot of people, but for a lot of people. On, you know, you, you're prospecting online. You're following people that you want to do business with. You're commenting on their stuff. You're making sure that you stay on top of the latest stuff that they're doing so you can share about it. All those things. Now, if you don't know how to do all that stuff, I can teach you how to do it. But I mean, that's this is the same process that I use to get here. Right. Um, so next is the your powerful discovery method. You, you want to ask good questions. You want to ask engaging questions. You don't want to ask stupid questions. And so lots of times your customer, they want to chat for a little while. And then sometimes they don't want to chat for a little while. But you've got to be able to know when that is. And by asking good questions, you can figure that out. You know, and when I'm saying asking good questions, I'll just give you a quick example. Um, let's just pretend that, um, that I forgot what I was going to say, which happens quite often. Um, if you reminded me of the last two to three words that I said, I would get them back on track. Guess what? If you use that same method, that mirroring method with your customer, well, you know, I don't know how old the, you know, I don't know how old the unit is. Corey, it's been here for the last 20 years. Who knows? Last 20 years? Yeah, yeah. We moved here 25 years ago when we bought this, five years after we moved in. Five years after you moved in? Yeah, yeah, we bought the machine, the, the HVAC unit, five years after we moved in. I think you get the point. I'll stop there. But it works. Um, and most of you probably are thinking that it's not going to work, but you're wrong. Um, and actually, I'll tell you just a really quick story. When I spoke at PodFest, not this past time, but the time before, um, I, I used this example in my talk, mirroring. And so at the end of it, a lady raised her hand and said, I just don't, I just don't know how this is going to work. And I said, you don't know how this is going to work? She said, yeah, I think I'm going to get caught if I start mirroring people. I think they're going to catch me in the middle of it. Catch you in the middle of it? Yeah, yeah. You know, the mirroring you're talking, the lady was, you know, get, her, her voice was getting higher. And then the moderator kicked in and said, hey, she's trying to say, and I'm like, all right, can everybody stop for a second? Because... The question she was asking me about, I just did it in real time to everybody in this room, including the moderator, and nobody in here knew. And I'm talking to you about the exact thing that I'm doing. So it was a great, it was a funny case study. Yeah, so the perfect offer is like, for example, what I do with, with the people I work with, I'm expensive and I don't, not everybody can afford my prices. 
And the reason I charge what I charge is because I'm going to make you a whole bunch of more money, five or 10 X the amount of money that you're going to pay me. So, you know, whatever it is, what it is like, it's a great deal. You can't put in a hundred thousand dollars and get out a million anywhere else in less than a year. So sometimes you got to adjust your offer. And, you know, I have had clients in just this past week that couldn't shell out $25,000 right now. So what I did is I, 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 I changed the offer, right? I, um, I changed the offer to where I would take a percentage of the sales over where they currently are. So follow me. So if they're doing a million dollars a month and they bring me on, then they're going to need to want to, they're going to want to do, you know, a million, two million, three million, four every month that I'm there. Right. And I'm, I'm not saying that we're going to do that, that those numbers immediately. It, it all depends on your business and how you've got things structured. And th that could happen for sure. It could be way more than that. But then again, we may have to cross a bunch of things that we don't, you know, that we weren't aware of. And so, um, Next one is objection crusher, right? We all understand what objections are, but how do you uh, how do you uh, how do you crush the objection? Well, you get ahead of it. Get ahead of the objection before you ever have to explain yourself, right? And there's a lot of ways that you can do that. Call out what they're thinking. Now you might be thinking I'm going to rip you off. You also might be thinking that this is too expensive. You also might be thinking that I'm just another guy that's going to take your money and run. You also might be thinking that, that I'm going to do a crappy job. You also might be thinking that, you know, uh, I'm just another contractor, but I'll, I'll just tell you, ma'am, none of those things are true. And I'm going to show you why you get ahead of that stuff, get ahead of it before it ever comes out of their mouth. All right. So closing method, right? I, I don't, I am not a hardcore closer. I'm not a closer. The way that I teach people to close is to not close. Don't go in for the close because you, you're just going to repel the customer. Yeah. Yeah. John, let's go ahead and do that now. Yeah. Let me go and get you signed up right now. Wait a minute, dude. Why are you so, why are you so excited? Why are you so anxious to get my money? Like, are you broke? Do you not have any money? Like what, what's going on? And that's what the customer's thinking. It's called commission breath. When you're, when I say closing method, like there's a, there's a way that I teach this. There's a bunch of ways, but there's ways that you could do that. You could close these sales without even having to have an extra conversation. Like there's so many things that you can do to have the customer get closer and closer to that decision. So that way they'll just tell you at the end of it, they're ready to move forward. You know, I said the first one was the most important, but for you, HVAC and plumbers and anybody in the trades, this is the second most important. It, it may be the first, you got to have the confidence to do any of it, but your follow-up method, you guys. And I understand because I don't like following up. It's not fun. I don't enjoy it. It's boring. I forget. Uh, and then I get upset, but you got to fix all that stuff. You've got to get yourself organized into a CRM. You've got to get yourself on a, some sort of a schedule. So that way you don't let these things fall through the cracks. I had to learn the hard way. I had to let deal after deal after deal slip through my hands because I wasn't prepared. And, you know, it takes what it takes. So if you, but, but listen, if you're following up and let's just pretend, I'll just give you a quick example. Uh, one of the companies that I'm working with currently, they, 
you know, their guys will go out and not even leave an estimate sometimes. Like, what in the world? If I owned that plumbing company, I would lose my mind, right? I would lose my mind. I almost lost my mind anyway. I'll tell you what it is. A lot of it is, is laziness. And a lot of it is that you guys are so busy. And maybe it's not laziness. Maybe it's just you're so busy that you're thinking about that next job. And so you rush through whoever you're with. Don't do a real thorough job. And you miss stuff. Because your boss has put so much stuff on you that you're drowning. And you've got to get to that next call because you got to complete 17 calls by the end of the day. Well, business owner, let me just tell you, you're burning your guys out. They hate that schedule and they hate working for you because you don't treat them like a normal person. You expect them to jump whenever you say jump and and how high. And that's not how this works. You are at somewhat of a disadvantage because the workforce is really low right now. So the the only people that are going to win are the good people, the good business owners that are running good businesses that treat their employees the right way are going to win. And look, I've talked to countless, countless HVAC and plumbing owners. And it's so funny because I know the answer whenever I ask this question. So you guys having a hard time finding people? The typical answer? Yeah, nobody's out. You know, there's nobody out there working. Nobody wants to work. Everybody wants to, these lazy people, you know, people call it. I know right there, you're, you're not a good leader. We'll say that again. If you are having problems finding people, you need to look at your leadership. And that may, I mean, it's definitely part of, partly you if you own it, for sure. But if you've got guys under you that are supposed to be taking care of this stuff and they're not, you need to make sure that that, that happens. It's your company. It falls back on you at the end of the day. Your guys get, can find another job. They don't lose everything if, if things go sideways. You do. And so you've got to really think about that and you've got to really get your guys and your CSRs and your whole team thinking like that. Because the more money the business makes, the more money everybody in the company makes. That's how it should be. If you work for somebody and it's not that way, you should find another job. And lastly, this would be more for the, the you know, the business owner is scale your business because you don't, you don't want to scale mediocrity. If you're putting out fires at your business right now, What are you going to open another business and double those fires? Yeah, a lot of people do do that. And they think that's the solution. Some people will open up three fire firehouses, three. And so you've got to master one before you open the second one. Let me explain what I mean by that. You need, you really want to have systems and processes in place or you're not going to scale. I'm just going to be completely honest with you. You cannot scale a business without systems and processes. You've got to, Look, think about this. If you're if you own the company and you die today, what happens to the company? What happens to your family? What happens to their your employees and their families? If you don't have this stuff shored up, you're putting a lot of people's lives at risk. Because if you go away, they got to scramble. And I know it's not your job to take care of everybody, but it is your job to take care of everybody in your company. And so You got to remember, guys, listen, you know, treat your employees like gold and they'll never leave you. Even if you pay them less money, they won't leave you and they will fight tooth and nail for you. And that's what you want, because it's really hard to find that these days. And if you can find somebody that's loyal, 
you should absolutely bring them on. Even if it is going to cost you in the short term, you should bring them on because the benefits are going to be massive. Guess what? All these nine steps are in my book called Nine Simple Steps to Sell More. You should go check that out. There will be a link here in the uh, in the show notes. If you enjoyed the show today, do me a favor. Go to the Successful Life Podcast on your app, on your Apple uh, in the app store, not the app store, the Apple podcast store, whatever it's called, scroll, click on successful life podcast, scroll all the way down, hit the rate and review section, hit hopefully a five star and tell me what you liked. I appreciate you guys. And listen, check out connect, check out phcc.com there. It is going to be a really cool event and you get to hear yours truly speak. Guys, I want to thank you again. I really appreciate you as my audience. I appreciate the messages that I get. I appreciate the support that you all show me. It is really important, and I do value you as my audience and the people that support me. I really appreciate you. So you guys have a good day. We'll see you on the other side. If you took anything away from this podcast, make sure you subscribe, leave a review, and go check out some other episodes on SuccessfulLifePodcast.com. This is the Successful Life. Thank you for tuning in to the Successful Life Podcast. We hope today's insights have ignited your passion and provided tools to shape your leadership journey. Remember, greatness is a journey not a destination. Continue your pursuit by exploring more resources and insights over at coreybarrier.com. Until next time, keep leading, keep learning, and keep striving for excellence. Stay inspired and see you on the next episode.